Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Just Us in the World, and today's topic is space exploration. Exploring the stars, it's been a curiosity, if not a goal of humanity since the beginning of time. This podcast is going to be a little different today, as we're going to explore the topic of space exploration, the pros and cons, and the background, trying to be unbiased and open-minded to all viewpoints. So, let's get right into it. The Cold War and the Space Race On October 4th, 1957, Soviet Russia launched Sputnik 1 into orbit, the first artificial satellite. On November 4th, 1957, Lycia the dog was the first living animal to be sent into orbit. And then, on April 12th, 1961, Yuri Garian became the first man in space. And since then, we've been to the moon and back, thanks to NASA, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins on the Apollo 11 mission. And since then, we've made many, many more advances impossible without the use of space and its exploration. So, let's get right into it. Some of the cons of space exploration will begin with it's extremely expensive. NASA has made 135 missions, and it costs them $192 billion. That means per launch, it's about $1.5 billion. And according to the University of Florida, it costs about $500 million just to launch the space shuttle. Getting it into space costs $500 million. These expenses are only going to go up when considering longer-term space travel, such as manned explorations to Mars or Jupiter's moons. Although new technology could limit the cost, some people still argue that the money could be better spent on more pressing issues in today's society. On top of the cost of space exploration, it's also extremely dangerous. We'll now list off some of the casualties of exploring space. On January 27, 1967, during a launch sequence rehearsal for NASA's Apollo 1 space shuttle, the cabin was filled with pure oxygen as a part of its environmental control system. Gus Grissom, Edward White II, and Roger Chaffee were all on board. An electrical fault sparked a flash fire in the cabin. The fire spread quickly in the pure oxygen atmosphere, suffocating all three Apollo 1 crew members through smoke inhalation. The launch pad test site was renamed Apollo 1 in honor of the crew. Soyuz 1, the Soviet space program's one-day mission, launched on April 23, 1967, but soon began experiencing various mechanical issues. The solar panels didn't unfold, and the vessel experienced various stability problems. After the Soyuz module re-entered the atmosphere on April 24th, its parachute failed to open properly, causing it to crash to Earth at nearly full speed. Cosmonaut Vladimir Komarov died on impact. Soyuz 11 launched on June 6, 1971, and docked with the space station Salut for a three-week stay. George Dobrovsky, Viktor Pletsev, Vladislav Volkov were all on board. When the vehicle undocked, a valve on the Soyuz 11 accidentally opened, causing a pressure leak in the cabin. All three cosmonauts were killed as the capsule depressurized during preparations for atmospheric re-entry on June 30th. The malfunctioning valve was discovered only when the module was opened by a recovery team. On January 28, 1986, during the Space Shuttle Challenger's 10th mission, STS-51L, the rockets propelling the vessel, exploded 73 seconds after launching from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Greg Jarvis, Christian Malouf, Ronald McNair, Elisa Onzuka, Judith Resnick, Michael J. Smith, and Dick Scobie were all on board, and all passed away. 
Ronald Reagan formed the Rogers Commission to investigate the accident, and its analysis concluded it had been caused by a failure of an O-ring seal on one of the solid rocket boosters. The Challenger disaster resulted in a 32-month hiatus for the shuttle program. On February 1, 2003, at the end of its two-week mission, the space shuttle Columbia disintegrated as it re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. The accident was determined to have been caused by damage that had occurred during liftoff when a chunk of insulating foam broke off from the external tank and hit the orbiter's left wing. The structural failure of the space shuttle's wing ultimately resulted in the spacecraft breaking apart, killing Rick D. Husband, William McCool, Michael P. Anderson, David M. Brown, Kalpana Kalwa, Laurel B. Clark, and Ian Romson. All of the NASA Space Shuttle Program's flight operations were delayed for 29 months following this disaster. Although exploring space can be very dangerous and expensive, the benefits of space exploration far outweigh the risks. Exploring space has given us many things today that we often take for granted and don't even realize that they were developed thanks to NASA scientists. Things like memory foam, which was originally made for an astronaut seat cushion to be more comfortable during launch and landing. Molded rubber was originally made so each astronaut's helmet would be custom fit to their head and is now used in running shoes as the heel. The plastic in Invisalign braces was originally used in ballistic missile tracking technology. We even have stronger tires thanks to NASA hiring Goodyear tires to make the strong Viking parachute shrouds. After developing this super durable material, they realized it would make the most durable tire yet. Even computer mice. Since computers were being used more and more by NASA, they needed to make them more user-friendly, so NASA developed the computer mouse. Formulade, which is the main ingredient in baby formula, was originally made for long-term space travel as a meal replacement and has all the necessary nutrients for survival. Cell phone cameras. The space shuttles needed cameras that weren't large and bulky to record on the moon and space, so they developed compact cameras like the ones used in the Apollo 11 mission. They were light and easy to operate, becoming the first step in the direction of compact cameras. Scratch-resistant lenses for glasses were originally made for space helmets and are now in everything from glasses to windshields. Water filtration systems were originally made so astronauts could reuse waste materials cleanly while keeping sanitary and is now used all over the globe to purify water. In space, we can grow high-quality protein crystals thanks to the zero-gravity nature of the space station. The protein can grow more efficiently in zero-G atmospheres. Eye-tracking technology was developed in space to track the eye movements of astronauts and see how it was different from those in a non-zero-G environment. But scientists soon realized that it could be used in a variety of other things on Earth as well and is now used to assist in laser eye surgery. The NeuroArm is a robotic arm that can assist in an otherwise non-operable surgery. It was originally developed to do the heavy lifting in the International Space Station, but has since been modified and used to operate on 35 patients who otherwise could not have been operated on. The environment of the International Space Station is perfect for bacteria to live and thrive in. Scientists have used this to their advantage and have developed vaccines to diseases and virus strains, curing many diseases and saving lives. So, now that we've covered a few pros and cons of space exploration, it's up to you, the viewers and listeners, to decide whether or not you think that we should or shouldn't explore space. I hope you enjoyed and look forward to seeing you in the next podcast.